Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Monday, August 23rd. Thank you so much for joining us for our Winning Side broadcast. And uh, I hope you enjoy Mondays. Uh, I feel like I enjoy every day, but a Monday is always an exciting day because we are coming off of Sunday. And I think for Christians, I think for people that have been in church on Sunday, uh, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm charged up. I'm ready to go. And we had a great day in church yesterday, and we're so thankful that uh, we can uh, be here together today for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. And those that are watching on Facebook and listening on Facebook, thank you for tuning in. And then those on our podcast and those on our uh, radio app, and then, of course, YouTube. And if I've forgotten a, a way that you're watching or listening, we're thankful you're listening as well. I want to say happy birthday uh, today to Mike Dixon, and happy birthday today to Lisa Price, and then a happy anniversary today to Edmund and Cheryl Dixon. I hope you folks have a great day. Uh, yesterday at church, we honored all of our teachers, and I, I wish I would have counted. I think we had, I'm guessing, between 20 and 25 teachers uh, that were in our services yesterday morning, and uh, we honored them with a gift card to Chick-fil-A, and that's a good place to go to get some lunch. I don't know, maybe maybe you're there right now as we speak. Maybe you're in that drive-thru getting some lunch, but uh, uh, if you uh, don't mind, go ahead and grab uh, something for me and something for Kate. No, 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 uh, but I, we uh, gave away the gift cards for Chick-fil-A, and we had a special time of prayer, and I want you today, would you take some time to pray for all of our teachers, all of our students, and all of the schools in our area, and pray that God would give them a great school year. Uh, let's be in prayer for our missionaries, be in prayer for the nation of Israel. Of course, uh, God promised that there will be peace and blessing for those that will pray for uh, the peace of Israel. And so let's pray for the nation of Israel, pray for the people uh, in Afghanistan, those who are suffering. And, and by the way, there's people suffering in a lot of other countries too. The reason we mention Afghanistan is because that's what we see on the news and that's what we hear about more. But uh, well, we've got it so good in this country. I hope we never take for granted God's blessings. And then let's pray for those who were affected last week by the hurricane uh, in uh, Western North Carolina and Tennessee, just the, the awful uh, devastation. I didn't hear a lot about it on the news, but I saw a few pictures and I had some folks tell me uh, yesterday in church, they know some people over there. And uh, I read somewhere, I think 20 people were killed and many folks are missing uh, from all of the uh, very severe flooding. And so be in prayer if you would for those folks that have been affected there. I want you to hear a song. Uh, this song uh, is entitled, I Got Saved. And if you've never been saved, I hope you put your faith and trust in Jesus today. Yesterday was a great day. We had three that got baptized. But baptism is not the same as salvation. Baptism is something you do after you get saved. It's something that you do to, to let people know that you got saved. At the close of the service yesterday, we had a young man that came, his mom came with him, 
And uh, he, uh, right there uh, at the front of the uh, uh, auditorium, there at the front, he trusted Christ as Savior. But that's what it's all about. It's all about uh, salvation, knowing for sure that you're on your way to heaven. I hope you enjoy this song, and then we'll get into Proverbs 14 with our Bible study today. There is a river of gladness that pours from Emmanuel's veins. The sinner was plunged beneath the flood and God saved. Since then I walk in forgiveness. All of my guilt was erased. The chains of my past are broken at last. I got saved. Oh, I got saved I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord I'm restored and made right He got a hold of my life I've got Jesus How could I want more? I've received nothing but goodness I've tested and tasted your grace I was so lost till I fell at the cross and got saved Oh, I got saved I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord restored and made right he got a hold of my life i've got jesus how could i want more the love of god gave me his pardon the love of god won't let me stay the same the love of god pulls me up higher is where the stronger that's why i got saved Of Jesus, I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord. I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life. I've got Jesus. How could I want more? I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord. I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life I've got Jesus How could I want more? I've got Jesus How could I want more? I've got Jesus How could I want more? Hallelujah! I'm glad for the day I got saved. And I've, I've told our church many times, I think I've told it on the radio before, but uh, my dad is the one that led me to the Lord. I uh, got saved at home. We lived in Rockford, Illinois, 229 Victory Street, Rockford, Illinois. And uh, my parents' bedroom, I knelt beside the bed with my dad and I prayed and trusted Christ as my Savior. 
and uh, went up the stairs. It was kind of a split-level home. It was a, a, a house, and then there was an addition, so went down a few stairs to the bedrooms, and I went up the stairs to the living room to tell my mom that I had just gotten saved, and uh, I hope you've been saved. If you've never been saved, I'd ask you to call us today, and, uh, and we'd be happy to talk to you and, and tell you how you can know for sure that you're on your way to heaven, or you can uh, email us, or you can message us, depending on how you're listening, but please uh, get that settled today. And uh, it's uh, the most important decision you'll ever make is to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and Him alone for salvation. Proverbs 14 in your Bibles, we've taken a few days to get through this, but we have been talking about fools or foolish people. Uh, foolish people, uh, they deny the truth. They despise the truth. Uh, foolish people destroy uh, relationships. Uh, foolish people destroy things that you're trying to build up. The Bible says in verse 1 of Proverbs 14, every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. We said that uh, fools uh, disdain, they have a disdain even for the truth, and uh, we ought to depart from fools. Uh, fools are destitute of knowledge. Uh, there's, a, there's a lacking. There is a shortage. Uh, you know, it seems like uh, in our society, it seems like there's a, a shortage right now of people that want to work. Well, guess what? Uh, fools have a shortage in their life as well. And there's a, a shortage of knowledge and it's just, they, it's available. They just don't get it and they, they don't have it. They're destitute of knowledge. And so we don't want to be like that. We want to be wise. That's why we need the Bible. That's why we need uh, God to, to fill us and to give us wisdom. I want to talk to you today about the word derision. Verse number nine says, fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. That word derision that I were using for this uh, verse, uh, derision is an act of laughing at or laughing in contempt of something. Uh, it is to scorn, it is to ridicule, it is to mock. And you know, fools make a mock at sin. But can I tell you, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to have a very different attitude towards sin than mocking. We shouldn't see someone that is sinning and laugh and say, oh, isn't that the funniest thing ever? Sometimes people will laugh at jokes that are not funny. They're, they're wicked. They're sinful. Uh, they're evil. But the Bible says we should not mock. We should not laugh at sin. But the Bible says we should avoid it. We should run from it. We should stay away. We should avoid it uh, uh, like the plague. Uh, do all you can to get away from sin. The Bible says that we should not only stay away from sin. The Bible says we should abstain from all appearance of evil. You say, well, that's not really that bad. That's not really sin. Well, if it looks like sin, if it, if it looks like it's wicked, Stay away from that. You don't want people uh, to, 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 to see something and think that you're participating in something that is wicked. But fools uh, don't take sin very seriously. Uh, fools don't think it's a big deal. But I want to remind you, it is a big deal. Uh, don't mock and laugh at sin, but stay away from it. I want you to notice in verse number eight, the deceit. It says in verse number eight, the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. That word folly, it means silliness. Uh, it, it's literally, it's foolishness. And can I tell you, uh, foolishness, the foolishness of sin, uh, it deceives the simple. There are some people that look on and they see 
uh, a fool and they say, oh yeah, that'd be a great idea. Well, I got news for you. That's not a great idea. Uh, don't let the foolishness of sin deceive you. Uh, foolishness, uh, many times uh, we deceive ourselves with things that are foolish and things that are sinful. The Bible says in Jeremiah 17 that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I want to tell you, your heart, my heart, it can deceive us sometimes. Uh, I've had times, and I'm sure you have as well, where you can convince yourself something is okay. Well, it doesn't matter if you think it's okay. It doesn't matter if I think it's okay. What matters is what does God say? And uh, don't be deceived by foolishness. Don't be deceived by foolish people. Proverbs 17, the Bible says, Let a bear robbed of her whelps meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. Now you think about that. That's Proverbs 17, 12. But you think about how dangerous it would be. We don't have a lot of bears around here. Occasionally there'll be one spotted. And uh, that's always exciting, isn't it? When somebody spots a bear in town, everybody goes crazy. But imagine you're out on a trail, uh, maybe hiking in the mountains, and, and you, you see a mama bear go by, and you're, you're trying to avoid that mama bear, and all of a sudden you walk past, and you see the mama bear one way, and then you look the other way, and you see the baby bears, and you realize you're right in the middle. That's not a good place to be. You are in danger. But the Bible says it would be better for you to be in that situation than for you to be in a situation where a fool and his folly could have an influence on you or could literally destroy your life. I want to tell you, don't let your life be destroyed by foolishness. Don't let your life uh, be destroyed by, oh, we're just having a good time. Oh, we're just, we're just, uh, uh, you know, you only live once kind of a thing. Don't be destroyed by foolishness. The Bible tells us that foolishness will deceive you. But then I want you to see lastly in Proverbs 14, verse number 12, the Bible says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death. I preached a little bit last night about the end and what I want to be doing when I reach the end of my life. I don't know when uh, I'll, I'll reach the finish line. Uh, it could be someday on this radio broadcast. It could be preaching. It could be at home. It could be uh, driving down the road. It could be in a hospital. I don't know where, where I'll reach my end. But I know this, when I come to the end of my life, I want to still be serving God. I want to still be following the word of God. I want to be true to God. I want to be true to my family. But the Bible says that there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end of that way is the way of death. You see, there are some things that we think, oh, well, it's okay, or oh, that's all right, or this is, the, this is just what I want to do. But I want to tell you, Proverbs 12, 15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. The book of Judges records for us what happens when every man did that which was right in his own eyes. You, you and I don't get to decide what's right and wrong. Uh, we are obligated to go to the Word of God to determine what is right and what is wrong. Psalm 107, verse 17, the Bible says, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. The Bible tells us that sin, when it is finished, it bringeth forth death. 
You say, well, pastor, that sure sounds very severe. You know, just for somebody that's a foolish person and they, they uh, push away wisdom and they don't listen to counsel and you trying to say that, that they're, they're going to die. Well, uh, foolishness could result in premature death. But it could also be not just a physical death, but it could be a death of a relationship. It could be the death of an opportunity. It could be the end of, uh, of success. It could be that because of your foolishness, you will ruin or I will ruin my testimony and I'll ruin or you'll ruin your effectiveness for God. I want to tell you, I don't want to be a foolish person. I want to be wise. And so that way, when I come to the end, it's not the end of death and destruction, but it's the end of life in blessing. I hope you have a great day today and hope you have a great week. Let's live on the winning side and let's do our best to avoid the foolishness and avoid the sin and let's stay close to God. Have a great day. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.